Hi, this is Dr. Dan Purser. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. Got a frog in my throat. Dr. Dan Purser, danpursermd.com. Welcome. First, I'm going to give you the medical quote of the week. We started this last time, remember? So here it is. The greatest <clears throat> grief. <clears throat> I can do it for you if you want. Really? Go ahead. Okay. No, I'll, I'll give it. The greatest <laughs> disease. Oh, you better. Okay. I'll like God. Let him get his voice back for a sec. The greatest disease in the West today is not TB or leprosy. It is being unwanted, unloved, and uncared for. We can cure physical diseases with medicine, but the only cure for loneliness, despair, and hopelessness is love. There are many in the world who are dying for a piece of bread, but there are many more dying for a little love. So who said that? I don't actually know. You didn't put it in the script. So what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a script. <laughs> Who do you think said it? Some famous Some, medical person. Yeah, probably someone like... Um, famous medical person. Fleming. Flem, did you say phlegm? <laughs> no, the penicillin you, guy. I do have some... Well, I've got rid of my phlegm. <laughs> yeah. The penicillin guy, Alexander Fleming? No, I don't How know. How do you say that? That's the only doctor I can think of. You'd say that about moldy bread, maybe, but... No, it's Mother Teresa. Mm. She said that. She was awesome, so... This is Dr. Dan Purser, danpursermd.com. Bringing you medical magic tidbits. Hang on, I'm still getting this little spill down. And other Western and natural medical ideas. Go to danpersonmd.com to book an appointment online. Yep. Cool. Nice new hat you got going on, huh? It's not new. I've worn it. I've worn it. Well, did, was it Bailey? <laughs> Bailey was here when I wore yeah, it. Yeah, I probably wasn't here. Yeah, so I wore it. No, you know why I wore this hat today, Jackson? Because oh. of the launch yesterday, right? The launch yesterday. Was Space that Force yesterday? has risen. And we're off in space. Yeah. Whoa. Amazing. <laughs> no Space Force. And I wore my Disney golf shirt tonight. So, or today. Disney World has finally opened up, but you only get to go there if you have reservations at one of their hotels and if you agree to wear masks everywhere. Yeah. Well, it doesn't <laughs> open until mid-July, right? Okay, mid-July. Sorry. Yeah. But they, they announced that Mid it's June. opening. Nope, it's oh, July. Oh, it moved to July? Yeah, it's oh, always been sorry. July, yeah. Isn't it June? I thought it was June fifteenth. June eleventh through seventh, or July eleventh through seventeenth. Well, okay, we're going to do our fact somewhere check. in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, pretty sure it was July. I've read the email. Okay, so um, yeah, seven eleven. Going to be a lot of passed out people. It's a lot of a lot of money there passing out wearing those masks. Ooh. Could you imagine wearing an N95 mask around Disney World? That's horrible. In July. In August <laughs> or July. You can't even breathe normally with the humidity. Yeah, no, you just whoa. It's all part of the magic. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the well, Disney they put magic. Pixie dust on our masks so we can breathe more easily. Uh, yeah, the lack of oxygen makes you think you're flying. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you're flying rides. as you you're falling to the ground face first. Soaring over the world has a whole new meaning. <laughs> I'm pretty sure in soaring, everyone's mask is going to be coming down on the. I mean, they they can't do anything about you when you're three stories up on a little chair moving around. <laughs> So, okay. Yeah, you know how to get a hold of me at danpersermd.com uh, for an appointment. Uh, to my left is Brecken, my stepdaughter, lovely assistant, and co-commentator. And when Bailey's not here and behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been here for years. How sad. We're, Jackson and I have been talking. We, we're thinking about replacing you with Bailey, but Bye, guys. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> okay. And behind the camera and audio. And I was told by, by Brecken and the other kids, to give Jackson a better lead-in. So 
my equally charming stepson Jackson. That's me. Uh, and um, I would say I put challenging, but you don't <laughs> like that one. Um, uh, or charging, maybe because no, you don't charge stuff on credit cards. Okay, and also I do on both, my own credit card. Yeah, there it is. Also, both and he's single and he's looking. Okay, so. <laughs> Also, every week, every week. <laughs> they also both have run my companies and they torture me and tease me and uh, help us design products that you can really feel the difference with. So tonight we're discussing genetic dementia issues and proper nutrigenomics to help possibly prevent those issues on a PCOS and how to ameliorate that. Ameliorate is such a great word. That's a lot of ground like, to cover. Yeah, the ameliorate or the or what I just said. That whole <laughs> sentence, <laughs> nutrigenomics. Well, I was asked. So I was asked by, by a large, large medical group to give a a talk, in June. I think it was June. I can't remember. It's been changed so many times. But it was May originally, and then June, and I don't know what's going on with our autofocus. The autofocus is messed up because my it's my fat face and round <laughs> cheeks. It reflects weird. So. It's the hat. I don't know. It's, it's getting thrown off for some reason. Yeah. Blame the hat. It's looking for I... space right now. There oh. you go. Does this look better? It looks something, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's a fun look. Space Force hat's coming back on. Um, <laughs> okay, so they asked me to speak about design. And the talk, talk was titled, they sent me, Designing Nutrigenomics for the prevention of genetic dementia. What a mouthful. So, because we designed products for many companies and stuff like that, it was a fun thing to get into. I don't know if anyone's done the kind of detailed work I've done on these products and projects ever. So, it's fun to look at all the data, look at all the studies, and, and that's what's in the PowerPoint. You've seen the, um, you've seen the references at the end, and I could add added another that many in, or more um, easily, I looked at so many references and, and articles and literature. So it's really interesting that you, there's a possibility, a possibility. Nothing's for sure until until it's been through a FDA approved, you know, double blinded, long term, twenty year study, all that. But um, there's still some things you might be able to do to help lower your risk for dementia if you have those genetic errors. So, in the girl we used in the study had ApoE4. She was homozygous. She didn't have the ApoE2, which is down further down, which can balance out the ApoE4. Plus, she had a GST01. Lack of reduced glutathione worsens the uh, plaque buildup. Man. So, and worsens the inflammation in those patients' brains. So, it's a double whammy. And that's a major, there's, uh, there's articles that show that direct combination is really bad. You can learn all that in your dementia video that we just put out, right? Right. So go look at the dementia video. It's got the PowerPoint in there. I blather through it and try and point out all the good things. I talk about a few products that we put together that I was going to talk about in that talk. Uh, so you guys can have first shot at them. They're right here. One is the... I call it brain support, not making any medical claims or anything like that about this. FDA hadn't tested or approved or anything, but it's transresveratrol and quercetin. I think it's the best, the best transresveratrol quercetin, com quercetin combination on the market today, bar none. Also, our brain support DHA krill. Krill's interesting. So, in dementia patients, especially with the APP, which we can't test for at this point. Um, the APP genetic error, you 
break up the here. I'll just look it up. Make it easy on myself. Got my talk right here. Okay. So APP amyloid precursor protein and APOE4. Uh, the APP leads to an increased amount of amyloid beta peptide, a, a beta peptide, and that gets broken up into little chunks and chips due to the genetic error. And because they have low glutathione levels, and they don't have any uh, resveratrol or quercetin clearly floating around the system to reduce that kind of inflammation. Uh, so those have both been studied and shown to help prevent that, hopefully. So fish oil contains both DHA and EPA, but DHA is the main one you want, and it's got to be phospholipid-based DHA, which is in roe or fish eggs, 75% or krill 35%. So you can eat caviar every day and a lot of it. <laughs> or use a very high quality krill oil. And because the DHA, phospholipid-based DHA from the krill oil gets past the blood-brain barrier. Isn't mm, that interesting? That is really mm -hmm. interesting. And that gets into your brain and it protects your brain. It oils your brain and prevents the, the, the plaque buildup of the A-beta peptide. So it's gotta have a certain amount of astaxanthin and a minimum amount of phospholipid DHA per day in the dose. Take two of those, you get 754 milligrams of the phospholipid DHA every day, and you get um, 24 milligrams of the astaxanthin versus 602 milligrams, 600 milligrams and two milligrams in the studies. Anyway, that's I thought it was the best one on the market, so that's the one we got. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I bored everyone with all that yeah. information. No, just to remind them, so. you can go learn much more about that and see all yeah. that written out everything. Just go watch the video. Uh, Yep, that dementia video. This is me blathering on about it here. <laughs> well, which, he'll blather on there. <laughs> yeah, I'll blather on that. Yeah, that one. So, so there might be some things you can really do to help prevent the dementia. It's at least the best we have right now in, in 2020 uh, until we get some long-term studies and see. It's kind of a guesstimation at what works and what doesn't work. Uh, but I don't know if anyone's tried it to the extent I have. On the, you know, their ApoE4, and that's the one I have, the risk I have, ApoE4 pages on Facebook because they're so scared of it. Really? Uh, everyone's so afraid of it. So, yeah, it causes late onset Alzheimer's disease, meaning when you're past your eight, 80s like or late 70s. Uh, you don't want the early onset kind. I don't even know if you want the late onset kind. Who wants to, you know, lose their brain when they're 85 or 83? So, let's talk about PCOS. Already? Yeah. Man, you buzzed through that. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. Man, okay. Well, what causes PCOS? I don't know. I don't know if anyone knows for sure. It's kind of a mystery. I definitely, all the PCOS patients I've had, and I'd say it's numbering in the hundreds now, have shown they have methylation problems, MTHFR and other methylation problems. And I think that causes vitamin B deficiencies, especially B12. That in turn causes insulin receptor dysfunction, so they appear to be diabetic and they get insulin resistance. And that lack of enough B12, even when they have a normal serum level of B12 or high level, they may not have the right kind. So if you're not taking the right kind of B12 for your genetic error, you'll build up the cyanocobalamin, the cheap B12 in your bloodstream. Meanwhile, inside your cells, if you haven't done an intracellular level, you won't know what's missing, what's gotten in, what it hasn't. Um, and so you don't know what's going on with your re insulin receptor functionality. Um, and it causes fatigue too in these women and it causes weight gain because they're tired all the time. They can't exercise. They gain a lot of weight. Their hormones are all messed up. They have low thyroid, low progesterone. You know the story. Yeah. I mean, we have family members with it. So 
But they all have bad methylation problems. But so. giving them like MTHFR or B vitamins, some type of MTHFR support, some, some type of methylation support product, yeah, or B12 folate, like that pure encapsulation stuff, something like that can really help. Yeah. So, and they notice it and they feel it and start getting better. And then their progesterone levels come up, they start producing more thyroid appropriately, all that kind of stuff. What? And they get a lot better. So when, so you'd say it's a vitamin deficiency in genetics that are causing it, right? Well, I think that's pretty well known. That's yeah. genetics. The vitamin deficiency should always come next because genetic problems cause an inability to absorb vitamins at a cellular level. Yeah. So you can give them these women progesterone and even birth control pills, which I don't do, as you know, because of the risks that come with it. These women have a much higher risk for strokes, clots, heart attacks, and a deep venous thrombosis, DVTs, or pulmonary emboli. Because, and so you give them birth control pills, it's a really bad choice, yeah. I believe. So if you have PCOS, I, just my medical opinion, I say birth control pills are not a good option for you because I've seen so many women who've had DVTs, clots, strokes, whatever, from taking birth control pills to control their PCOS. Just a bad option. I'll give them progesterone and thyroid for a while, but as we deal with their vitamin deficiencies and their genetic errors and stuff like that, eventually they won't need it. What kind That's of, the goal. What kind of testing do you usually do for those? I, I like to look at the inflammation stuff. I like to look at their methylation stuff. So I'll do a Pro 7. Do we saw the Pro 7 and Spectra Cell and Cell? They end tonight. Tonight. Yeah, they tonight. end tonight. Well, yeah. that's the end of our cell. Usually we leave it up for a couple days after just for the insiders. Wink, wink. Can we do a PCOS? Um, can we do a PCOS Bun- sale? Bundle sale? Maybe or let's do that in a, like a month or so. Yeah, we got to prep it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot to do before we can just put it for sale. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? We're so running low on kids. You better buy it today or tonight then if they want to know. What their genetics look like in that yeah. area? Yeah, while it's still 100 bucks off right now. Yeah. yeah. And the Spectra Cell is 100 bucks off. Same. Pro 7 and Spectra Cell are both 100 bucks off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a free visit with me. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. Well, and then while we're talking about testing, don't we have testing for dementia right now? That oh, just yeah, sorry. launched, right? Uh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> oh, yeah. We kind of blew through that, didn't we? Yeah. You can get the, I posted the link before we talked about it yet. <laughs> okay. No, it's you all can good. get the Dementia Genetic Panel, just like the one I show in that video we posted. You can get that uh, Dementia Genetics Panel uh, that I helped design from our DanPersonerMD.com yep. website mm-hmm. under testing. Yep. It's just called the okay. Dementia Panel. Dementia Panel. It's not expensive. Two forty nine, right? Yeah, like two forty nine. Well, I guess a full tank of gas now is pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a full tank of gas. Okay, sorry, that was a few years ago. Maybe in your truck. I've yeah, if you have a big that. truck. Yeah, okay. So, okay, uh, so a full tank of gas and two meals. What's special about this genetic dementia There's panel? There's nothing special about it. We designed it. Well, like compared to like a 23andMe, because I know they show some Alzheimer's risk. They don't specifically go okay. at it and they miss some of the stuff. The one thing a 23andMe can do that this can't do is APP. So this comes back completely clean, yet you know you've got a family history of, of Alzheimer's disease. Get a 23andMe when they go on sale and see if they can find that APP in there. Yeah. Get it when it goes on sale, though, around holidays. They'll drop it from 199 to 
It's, I've seen it 69. I think that's what my dad, or yeah, my real dad was telling me just this week. Am I your fake dad? You're my stepdad. But you're not our you're, dad. I have two fathers. But he was telling me that the 23 father <laughs> was, Jackson, uh, sorry. was on sale for Memorial Day. So if any of you got it, that that's pretty good. I don't know if it's still on sale now. So are you getting in shape for Disney World? I'm always working to get in shape for Disney World for any time, but yes. Because <laughs> we, your brother is getting ready to go to medical school in Florida, and there's some big thing the family's supposed to attend. We're all supposed to attend his, his white, white coat, coat ceremony. White yeah. coat ceremony. You think out of everyone, you would know that best because <laughs> right. you actually they were didn't a doctor. Do a white coat ceremony when I was. They just gave you one. You start sweating in it, and, and at Ole Miss, it was like, here it is. Keep it clean, bleach it occasionally. Mm-hmm. And some of them would get pretty grimy. You'd be like, oh. Don't stand by me with your coat like that. <laughs> we wore the short white coats. Residents and attendings wore the long white coats. Mm. We had the little short white coat. Yeah. It's funny, they all called you doctor. You thought, yeah, I'm the doctor, but really you weren't a doctor. You're just a medical student. <laughs> not yet. Mm-hmm. All the patients that call you doctor, you're like, no, I'm doctor. You're a young doctor, baby doctor. There you go. Okay. Yeah, get that genetics panel. You know, the entire country's moving forward. Yahoo, we're, we're getting away from all that other stuff. And it's time to start start getting ready for life again. Uh, that's why we're talking about Disney World. That's why we're talking about the future. PCOS, I want, I don't want any of you patients suffering from PCOS if we can help you with it. Remember, it just really ends up being just vitamin counseling, which is, what is that? You've already had the diagnosis, so I'm just going to tell you what, some vitamins you're deficient in and which ones could help Get around your genetic error. You understand that if you have a genetic error, the way you get around that is by most of them that can be gotten around. Yeah, at least from Kendall Stewart's work down in, in Austin, Texas, Dr. Kendall Stewart, um, is in and other people like like who's the guy on Facebook that uh, I mean on online who does the uh, dirty genes and all that. Mm, what's his name? I, I don't see any little things rising up that usually are on your laptop. Dirty Jeans is Ben Lynch, Dr. Ben Lynch. Yeah, Ben Lynch and all those other people. The way you get around your genetic errors is by smartly taking things that allow entrance into your cells from other angles or through other receptors, like forms of folate or folinic acid. Back to folinic acid has been declared an FDA drug. So uh, even though it's in the most natural form of folate, it can't be used anymore in supplements. That day's coming where it will be gone. Wow, any questions? Yeah, actually a couple. And then guys- We're rolling time, we're gonna be done early. <laughs> Keep asking questions in the comments and I'll ask them. So someone, they got 23andMe and their health report came back with a variant for late onset Alzheimer's. Um, what does that mean? She has no family history of Alzheimer's. It means she's at risk for late onset Alzheimer's disease. I don't know which one it is. There's, yeah. The only ones I covered in our um, in that PowerPoint were the big ones, the really common ones. Yeah, there's one percent, maybe one to two percent of all the rest. There's probably 108 genetic errors that out there that also can cause dementia, but but they're really rare. So it's just wasn't worth getting into, and and the treatments would work probably for any of those too. Would yeah. think I can't imagine they wouldn't. Not treatments would work. They would. They're not treatments. They're just things you can do to prevent, like diet, exercise, weightlifting, or 
big ones. Uh, glutathione's a big one. Krill oil, DHA, phospholipid krill oil, big one. For all the reasons that uh, that are in those references. So. Can we say like natural options for prevention, for preventative use? Yeah, there's no guarantee it prevents. That's a problem. Well, there's no guarantee that it prevents it because we mm-hmm. we just haven't done long enough term studies. But it's all we have right now. Huh. And no, I don't know if anyone's going to do those long term twenty year studies. Yeah. So who's yeah. going to pay? What krill oil company is going to pay? Do a long-term 20-year study. And maybe we can eventually, if we get FDA approvals on our on our stuff, but um, it's a lot of money to do it long-term. Yeah. So. True. Yeah, so the options are not great. Though that, um, that bio-PQQ ubiquinol combination is crazy. Uh, Mitsubishi... Um, had all their papers, articles validated, studies validated by the FDA. So I don't, that means that we could discuss those at stops to mention, because we're at 30% after six weeks, all that kind of stuff. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, there's stuff you can do. You can val- get things valid- validated by the FDA, but it's expensive. So It's true. Okay. Um, this lady, she's waiting for her Pro 7 results to come back. She's already started taking the Vars glutathione. Um, she takes a d- high-quality fish oil. She's wondering if she can start taking MTHFR support and copper balance while she's waiting for results, or should she wait until she sees what her results actually are? Um, she feels like she needs them. She can start, start them, but, or she can yeah. wait. Sorry, Jackson. Just go or she, Sorry. Low and slow, I probably. I lean forward, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I just got out of the camera. <laughs> I got blurry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's up to her, but if she wants to watch her budget, she can wait. The results should come back pretty quickly. Yeah. Cool. Let's see. Is there a big difference between the Pro 7 test and 23andMe test? Pro 7 only looks at genetic errors that you can do something about. The 23andMe does a lot of different stuff. Looks at everything. You need to get a NutraHacker complete on the Pro 7 so we can make sense of that. That compiles it for you. It's $38.00. To get the complete, or was the last time I checked, and you just go to NutraHacker, N-U-T-R-A-H-A-C-K-E-R.com, and get that. That's kind of not real obvious, but it's the link to their complete version of their NutraHacker or NutraHacker, and then it tells us nutritionally what's been shown to work through studies and stuff like that. Kind of to work, I guess. This is nutritional options to get around those genetic errors. Yeah. And they don't keep up to date on the tip top newest research, like the stuff I pulled together for this PowerPoint, but the APP will be in there. You got to get it if you can, see what you can find out. And I'm more than happy to look at that for you too. Yeah. On the dementia panel that we're now offering, does it only show Alzheimer's or does it show other forms of dementia risk too? It shows other forms. Yeah. Yeah, but you can have neurological dementia from brain trauma, TBIs, Stuff like that. So, and and things like that that don't have anything to do with genetics, it's not going to show that. So, it just shows the genetic genetic errors that are known to be associated with dementia. How vague is that? But that's the best thing to say right now. So, this lady, she's pregnant, and she's wondering, can she take or do testing now, like genetic testing? Yeah. Okay, okay. So she's totally fine. Factor. What about a spectra cell? Would you wait until after the baby's born? I don't know. I think I think spectra cells. She should be on a really good prenatal, but if she thinks she has 
methylation problems, so she may want to take, like, if she's young living, master formula with extra super bees. If she's not young living, then maybe Thorn Research has a really good prenatal. Or Prenatal Pro by, um, we can send her the link, by Designs for Health is really good. Uh, those are all for methylation problems. People that can't tolerate or absorb xanocobalamin or folic acid. Yeah. That's the problem with the prenatals for most of you follow me. The, you can't absorb the folic acid or xanocobalamin. That's, and neither can your daughter. So it's a problem. What's the best help for PCOS in a teenager? All the things I talked about. Natural progesterone. Make sure their thyroid's good. And you can get that, Prometrium's been around for a million years. Uh, you can get that prescription from your local medical doctor. You don't need me. And get their genetics, because it's not going to change. Yeah. Uh, get a foundation methylation kit at least, or get a 23andMe or something, and see what their genetics are and go off that. Yeah. Don't you find a lot of people with PCOS have, like, anxiety and depression, too? Yeah, that's why I like that Pro 7 form. Yeah. It shows inflammation. Cause, genetic causes of anxiety, which are pretty well known now, and um, or things that are genetically associated with anxiety. Um, I don't know if that made sense what I just said, but <laughs> um, yeah, you want to know why you're anxious, why you have PCOS, why you're a nervous eater, why you're gaining weight like mad, why you're tired all the time, why your hormones are all screwed up. That's why you want to dig a little deeper, get your genetics, either 23andMe or Pro7. Uh, Pro7 is just a lot more pointed gives me a lot more data then a lot of it doesn't show up on NutriHack or 23andMe in there uh Kendall Stewart did most of that work down in Austin and it just shows inflammatory genetic issues anxiety issues things like that mm -hmm. uh, which is really good you know a lot of people like if they have the ATG 16L1 they're comp double comp double heterozygous or double homozygous they won't properly absorb inositol so they have to absorb the mirror image of inositol, which is called d chiro inositol, which is kind of weird. So, and then the testosterone comes up, they feel much better, their anxiety goes down. Really this is from lack of inositol, which is a B vitamin. So Always I think it's B9. To B vitamins, huh? B9? I don't I'm not know. sure. No looking. <laughs> I don't remember. Should we look in I can Google. Yeah. I'm Google it. All I know is, I know for myself, because I've done all these tests myself, and uh, it's just night and day difference when you can really dial in the correct supplement supplements for you. Uh, and for me, I mean, I, it changed my life. I was able to really start moving on with things and be able to work out, and just it changed everything. And so, and I, many people on here, they'll tell you the exact same thing. It's really awesome. <laughs> you, you don't know how much you're suffering until you're really feeling good. I know, I agree. Yeah. I think the number one thing I see people for is for fatigue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not really anything you treat with medicine or do anything with uh, medically. I askew those that approach and you want that askew. It sent me deal with supplements that can help with it a little and you're tired because you're um you're malnourished you on a cellular level. Mm -hmm. And you deal with those vitamin issues and you get a lot, lot better. You might, you can. I mean I saw someone here say, all I need is B vitamin. Uh, that's a very broad question. I mean, mm -hmm. it's very specific <laughs> versions of things is what you need a genetic test to look for so you can see exactly yeah. how your enzymes are being produced. Methylation errors are a lot more complicated than just requiring B vitamins, so it's a really good approach to mm -hmm. start with. Mm -hmm. What Someone asked, wonder, where'd you get your hat, first off, before I forget? <laughs> 
don't know. I don't know. I ordered it from the. They, they sent it to me when I joined the Space, Space Force. Force. <laughs> when they made you Commander Purser. They just I'm, sent it I'm to Commander you. Purser of the, <laughs> the Medical Directorate of the United States Space Force. <laughs> maybe I'm like. Maybe I'm the Marine Division Commander. Marines. Doctor of Medical. Yeah. That'd be the cool one to be in. I mean, Space Force Marine. They don't have divisions like that. They just have Space Force. That's hilarious. So, I doubt they'd ever let me be doctor of anything. <laughs> you can be doctor of the janitorial staff. So. Of the model rocket Space Force. Yeah, that'd <laughs> yeah, be me. The Lego rocket. There you go. Lego, <laughs> rocket. Lego rockets, yeah. Um, would the dementia test apply to Parkinson's dementia? No. Okay. Uh, what's the difference between a Pro 7 and a Spectre cell? <laughs> Pro 7 looks at gene- looks at 55 genetic errors that we can actually do something about, according to Kendall Stewart's work. And I believe that I've helped, kind of helped with some of the design of that. And that's the Pro 7. We send it down to Austin, Texas. You swap it around 30 seconds each side, put it back in the tube, put it in the mailer that we sent to you, and mail it down. And then we just discuss which vitamins, um, what genetic errors you have, which vitamins we you should take to kind of help those things, and they do help. They do seem to help a little or a lot in some people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna post an image on our on our genetic our testing page on Dan Purser MD. I'll link it in a minute, but it just shows the breakdown of each of our tests and what they're for, yeah. in a very simple and easy. That's thing. good. So I'll post that in just good. a second. But yeah. Also, the the Spectra cell is an FDA approved, Health and Human Services approved, intracellular vitamin mineral amino acid test we used it at usc we used it at i use it in my office it's a great test it looks at what can get into your cells and what you're lacking inside your cells remember i'm always saying good nutrition in equals good hormones out well if you have a b12 deficiency or something like that that'll explain why your doctor told you you had low testosterone and stuff like that and you treat it and you get feeling better more positive happier all that and your hormones come up it's awesome. So we saw it in research down there. It helps. It's a fun thing to do. So it gives you some natural options for for your care. Still do what your doctor says. I'm never going to gainsay that but because he's looked at you and everything. But it's still kind of helpful for some of them. Yeah. Um, when a person already has mild dementia, can you stop or slow down the progression? You know, that's that's that. Mitsubishi got those papers on the BioPQQ, those articles, and they said they're – so you take – I know the BioPQQ with ubiquinol, 200 milligrams of ubiquinol. They show a 30% improvement in memory after six weeks. Um, yeah, actually, you can a little bit. And there's also medications out there that can do that a little bit. But the BioPQQ certainly has some powerful FDA-validated data behind it. So, I mean, that's not our company or anything. It's Mitsubishi out of Japan, but uh, it's pretty amazing stuff. I'm surprised not everyone has taken it. you got to take the bio version. That's, that's the natural bio version, nanoized version by uh, Mitsubishi. That's the one that's been validated, not the uh, cheap Chinese knockoffs. Not validated, and they say it doesn't work very well. Those don't work very well. Yeah. If you're allergic to shrimp or like crab or lobster, is the krill product a good idea? Or I don't think so. I would avoid it. Because aren't you allergic to shellfish? Yeah, shellfish. Yeah, I have a problem with lobster and shrimp. I eat a little bit, but once I overcome that little bit, I get really sick. But probably... I I take a lot of it now. 
But if you know you're allergic, probably not. So uh, if in 25 years I'm not completely gorked out, <laughs> it works. Gorked. We'll know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Huh. You're the long-term 20-year study. Okay, I'll be the long. I'm the long-term 20-year study, 25-year study. It's usually like 83, 85, 89. You know how it goes. You know how it went. We've had it. We've seen that up close. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. This person said their daughter is MTHFR and is experiencing fatigue and neuropathy in her legs. Is this typical? What could help? She's doing physical therapy, too. She, she did okay. a follow-up on follow that. Up. I don't know. I'd have to see a spectrosol on her and get some idea. It sounds like a B12 problem. Yeah. I'd give, I'd suggest trying a little more B12. Like, pure encapsulation says that B12 folate lozenge. Try it. I take hydroxyadenosyl B12 every day, and I die for that You try adenosyl hydroxy B12. It's just four different forms of B12. It's so good. Talk to your doctor first before you do anything, but yeah. Is there a specific regime for weight loss issues associated with PCOS? Or, like, is there one that you recommend? I think getting your, your vitamins under control really helps with your appetite. Of course it would. And they tend to lose a lot of weight. Yeah. So, because they're satiated. Once you start absorbing things properly. Right. You can live. Helps a lot. Yeah. Let's see. Sorry. I'm just digging through all these questions. Also, all the studies with natural progesterone have shown weight loss. So, yeah, with the Pro Seven and Foundation methylation, everything that's in the Foundation methylation test is inside of the Pro Seven test. I've right. seen that question a lot. That's correct. So you don't need to get both those genetic tests. No, please don't. Yeah, just get the Pro Seven if you're interested in all the methylation plus more information. So the comprehensive test. Yeah, we call it the comprehensive. So right. What do you do if you have high testosterone? It's a woman asking that question. That's the weirdness of PCOS. Um, it could, well, I don't know. There could be a lot of other reasons why. I don't know why. I don't know what all you're taking. I don't know what you're doing. Are you taking DHEA? Are you taking pregnenolone? What else do you take? How long has this been going on? Have you talked to your doctor about it? Have you seen an endocrinologist about it? But I, I don't know. There'd be a lot of labs I'd want to look at. Including a spectra cell and a pro seven. To try and get an idea of what's going on with your genetics that's causing there. Maybe a twenty three and me, I don't know. I'd have to talk to you first. Yeah. That is a loaded question. So <laughs> PCOS, all of you and a lot of doctors think that you have to have a lot of cysts on your ovaries to be diagnosed with PCOS, or if you have cysts on your ovaries, it is PCOS. That's not true. That's not, not anywhere near accurate. Uh, 32% of women at any given moment have multiple cysts on their ovaries. 32% of polycystic ovarian syndrome women have multiple, ovary, multiple cysts on their ovaries. and multiple ovaries usually, at least two. And so there's no correlation between cysts and polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's a misnomer. It was incorrectly named. It doesn't have anything to do with reality. So. so get that idea out of your brain. It more has to do with low progesterone, low thyroid, fatigue, weight gain, and insulin receptor dysfunction, meaning insulin resistance or high blood sugars. So is You've got to undo that puzzle at a molecular level, all those, those three things to figure out, to get around all that. 
Would you say that infertility is also so that something that MTHFR causes for PCOS patients? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Usually. So what? Do I don't you know think? if it causes it for them, but it's a big additive, negative thing to Im- impact their ability to get pregnant. Yeah. Because because if you have a bad intracellular B12 folate, pentothenate, serine l- levels on an intracellular basis, you're probably not going to get pregnant or maintain that pregnancy for any amount of time. They've done studies where they've shown that 90% of pregnancies end in a miscarriage, and the lady doesn't even realize she's pregnant. She's pregnant for a day or two or three or five. Maybe has a little bit of a late period, and that's it. Because she doesn't realize what's going on. Yeah, so what do you do if you don't get periods with PCOS? You do everything I've suggested, plus start exercising when you feel better like you have the energy it's kind of a stepwise approach it's just a better lifestyle it's just being making sure you don't have any vitamin deficiencies at an intracellular level or a serum level for that matter and that you don't that your hormones are all coming up to back to where they should be and you're dropping weight mm. so your insulin resistance is down just none of, none of the the imagery of pcos makes sense Insulin resistance, yet you're overweight. Most people who have insulin resistance lose weight because they feel horrible. They can't get anything into their system correctly on an intracellular basis. Most people who are hypothyroid and low progesterone, well, they gain weight. That could be why. I don't know. It's just a, mis- a mishmash of stuff going on that no one's ever quite been able to figure out. I can't say I have. I don't know what's causing it, but I do know that they all have methylation errors, and they're mm-hmm. bad errors usually. Like the C677T kind. Yeah. That's what I see over and over and over again. And they feel better when you deal with their methylation problems, with whatever methylation supplement you want to give them. So we think ours is the best, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone thinks theirs (laughs) is the best, but we definitely think ours is. Mm -hmm. Can an 11-year-old show symptoms of PCOS before she's even had a cycle? Yes. And what would those be? Irritability, grouchiness, she'll start... Fake cycling, uh, weight gain. Gotcha. Is there any essential oils that you recommend for PCOS? Not really. Not offhand. They probably need like just lots of natural progesterone. Peppermint because it smells really good. <laughs> I love peppermint. That's funny. Orange oil. So you smell like a nice citrus Florida orange. Getting ready to roll into Disney World. <laughs> Where can you get natural progesterone? Your doctor can prescribe it through Prometrium. Generic Prometrium is really inexpensive now. Uh, 200 milligrams capsules. They're little capsules, but you need that. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Then, Get it from your company pharmacy locally. To you go in there, go in there and ask the company pharmacist who's a good doctor in the area who can prescribe you natural progesterone. There's compounded progesterone. They'll give you a list of three or four. And go call their their administrators or their um, their office managers to see which one you like. Yeah. Is it possible, this lady says, is it possible for older teenage girls to have PCOS? Yes. You can be diagnosed with it really any time, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it can go from whenever. Yeah, I've seen 13, 14, 15-year-old girls that have been diagnosed with it. Someone said, is Yasmin an effective birth control to treat PCOS? I can't answer that. But you don't like birth control. I don't right? like birth control pills. I think it's a bad choice for 
PCOS woman, but um, I don't know if Yasmin's good or not. I've never used it. Probably yeah. from that angle, it probably would be considered, but I just don't know about it. Yeah. Let's see. They're like slowly coming in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of trickling in right yeah. now. Yeah. That's right. Um, it's, it's a fun early summer evening. Yeah, it is. People Sunday, are everyone's out. out walking or they're nervous or watching the news. Hope and peace, everyone. Hope and peace <laughs> and love. Uh, that's why I use the Mother Teresa quote. Yeah. Um, love your neighbors, love everyone. Uh, people are generally really good yeah. and, um, and mean well. So there are some evil people in the world, but most aren't. So um, hope and peace. So um, <laughs> that said, let's see. I'm going to wrap this up because you okay. kids are not going to wrap it up. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone wants to get off here, so. We've got a couple um, more questions coming in, but we'll we'll come in and answer yeah, them later too. We can always come back. Dr. Percy, I like thank you all it. for listening. Pretty awesome. We're I wasn't we're a family now. Heaven for Wall, I really appreciate that, and I hope you do too. Um, you can watch this Facebook Live on my YouTube channels also, or it'll be posted on here again, won't it? Mm -hmm. We record it for Facebook. Let's just do that. You can listen to these as podcasts too, as Spotify and iTunes. I was just going to say specifically with PCOS too. We did a whole nother Facebook Live on yeah. it a couple this months one back. This is better. This is better, I think. <laughs> but just with both of them, there's more yeah. information to refer to yeah. there as well. I can post a link to them. Yeah, look on YouTube, Facebook, or the podcast. It's everywhere. The interesting thing, PCOS patients have a much higher risk for breast cancer. Oh yeah, that was a question I meant to ask you. Yeah, why, why do you is think that? that is? Their progesterone levels are low. Mm. Mm. And thyroid levels are low. The, those are both known risk factors for increasing the risk of breast cancer occurrence. We can kind of use my family as an example for that because, like, all the women have had breast cancer and all of us have had extremely low progesterone levels, right? Like, I've been on it since I was 15, right? Progesterone? You can't comment on that. <laughs> I can say. I've been on it for years, but it's crazy. There is a connection. Okay, you guys. I love you all. If you if you want to get some of my books, that always helps. Leave an honest review or Google review or comment or review on Facebook is much appreciated. Be in good health and may God bless you.